Welcome to DBPA, the Drunk Bitches Podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Sarah. Each episode, we pair a wine with a topic where you get more lip with each sip. So let's get started. But first, pass the wine, bitch. Hey, DBP. (laughs) This episode is called Leapfrog. Isn't that a game that you used to play like when you were a kid? Oh my God, it is. I forgot about that. Like when you crouch on the floor and then you act like a frog and the person jumps over you? Yeah, you right? just like hop over each other. Yeah. I think I'm too old for that shit. Um, probably. <laughs> May- I mean, we could play. We're we not could too play. too old for anything. What no. else? Today we're talking about uh, leap year and we're drinking Frog's Leap Merlot. Have you ever yeah. had a Frog's Leap? I have, you know, a while oh, back. Have? It's pretty good. I mean, it's a Napa-like staple, right? Oh, sure. And the other reason, I mean, we paired this one because the frog is the symbol of leap day and leap year. So this is like, you couldn't find a more perfect wine, I don't think. No, you couldn't have. It's good job, Jamie. This was this was all her finding and doing. She did a great job with this. Thanks. It was a little more expensive than than our normal. Our normal. So what did it run? I know you had a discount. I had a discount, but it typically runs about forty bucks. So it's not cheap. By any means. But it's from a very well-respected AVA in Napa called Rutherford. Well, given that it's a Napa Merlot, that's actually not too bad. This is a 2016. Yes. This is 91% Merlot and 9% Cab Sauv from Rutherford in Napa Valley. And the ABV is 13.4%. That's not bad. It's pretty average. Maybe a little bit on the lower side of average, but I, right. yeah, that's what I thought too. Cheers. All right, cheers. Oh gosh, it smells so good. Ooh, it's definitely it needs to. It's like very scared right now. It's scared. It's scared. It's scared to take the leap right now. The wine is scared. I think so. Oh my god, we've never described wine like that. Well, you know, it seems tight right now. <laughs> or tight. Scared or tight are two words that I don't think we've ever described. Well, do you know what I, I mean, know. though? Yeah, I get what you're saying, but I, I like it. Yeah, I've oh, okay. never used this before. It's very, mm-hmm. What is it when you when you give some onomatopoeia shit? What's, I can't remember what it what it is when you give, like. I love like, that you just said onomatopoeia. <laughs> I feel like I just got transferred back to third grade. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, let's not leap all the way back there. Oh, but, okay. No, let's let's please not. Let's please not. Let's let's hang out here uh, in the present when we're old enough to consume alcoholic beverages. So as you said, this is a 2016 Merlot, which you know Merlot is like one of my favorite wines. I think you're the only person I know that about <laughs> that likes Merlot. That it's one of their favorites. I don't know why. I just feel like when I drink it, it's like you're drinking Mercury. Merlot is always so like cool and smooth to me. And I think you're, it's easier to drink kind of by itself, mm-hmm. too. I'll give it that. It's yeah. not as, like, long-lasting. It's Like on of, that finish? It's more fleeting. It's, it's fleeting. Not in a bad way. Sometimes you need a little fleetingness. Fle- <laughs> fleeting? Is that a word? I don't know. Fleet, fleetness. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Speaking of fleeting. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Frog's Leap. Well, oh. I guess not speaking. The Frog's Leap website. Oh my gosh, it's, it's a little fantastic, bit isn't it? It's fantastic. I but absolutely adore this website. So kudos to them because A, it has like a moving firefly all over. I think that's what you're talking about with the fleeting. Mm-hmm. B, when you go to the story about them, 
it's done extremely well and I feel like one of the coolest aspects about this winery which maybe others already were aware of but I I certainly wasn't is the history that's involved with this actual winery and the people involved in it. And so Frog Sleep is in, it's in Rutherford, um, which is in Napa Valley. It's one of those northern uh, AVAs, uh, sub-AVAs in Napa. But it really, it didn't come around for a while because it was started by what I call divine intervention. I feel like brought together this guy, John Williams, who is like at the helm of Frog Sleep, and... Larry Turley, which I know. Turley Wines, Turley, Turley Wines. Zen, yes. Old Vine Zen. Yes. And so they happened to meet, and Larry Turley helped John get a job at Stag's Leap. And so John actually was like the sole real official employee at Stag's Leap when they made and bottled that 1973 cab that won the Judgment of Paris in 76. And at that, around that same time, the name Frog's Leap was coined. How was it coined? Because the winery's official motto was "Times fun when you're having flies." How drunk did somebody have to be? To right. Come up with that? Well, it says they were drinking an entire batch of fizzy Chardonnay when they coined oh. that name. So pretty drunk. Well, pretty drunk fizzy Chard. Yeah. So then, actually, John went from Stag's Leap. He went over to the Finger Lakes out to Glenora Wine Cellars, which I'm not really familiar with the Finger Lakes wines quite as much. I know I've had a Riesling or two. But then he ultimately came back to California and founded Frog's Leap with Larry Turley. Here's another weird connection. The current location of it in this big red barn that I think is... Yeah, it's yeah everyone knows, it. associates the winery with that. Yeah. But that red barn was owned by Freemark Abbey, which is another ridiculously good wine winery in California. And then, I only have two more and thens. So, and then, and then. John's ex-wife, who they got divorced in 1999, she opened, I think her name is Julie, she opened Trey Sabor's winery, which oh, I've definitely yeah. heard of that, um, the following year. And then, final and then, John's firstborn child, Rory, who I think was born in 84, it's somewhere around there. Okay. Um, he opened his own winery called Calder Wine Company, and he opened that in 2012. So it's still kind of babyish, uh, meaning it's very young, but very cool because wine obviously runs in their veins. I would like wine to run in my veins sometimes. Um, me too. It's running in my veins right now as I'm drinking this Merlot. So good Yummy. for that. Yummy. They're a very cool vineyard. I mean, if you have an opportunity to look at their website, they do have a bunch of different wines. I specifically wanted the Merlot, so I got it special ordered for me because we haven't done a Merlot in a long time. No, we haven't. I had to treat myself to Merlot. But also, one thing I found out that's really cool and I think very timely is that Frog's Leap is certified organic, but it's not like they just decided to recently come into this. They've been organic since 1989. And I don't think you're going to find that among many wineries out there. No, I don't. You're not. Because it's like a new thing. It's like mm-hmm. a new age thing. 1989, I mean, did people even know what organic was? They did. It was like the very right? early stages. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think Frog's Leap is one of those wineries that is just kind of notorious in Napa in a notorious. good way. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, true. And also, they're known for their Merlot. 
they don't make an obscene amount of wines. Like they don't have no. like 20 different lines or 20 different wines, I don't believe. They have very focused efforts. And don't they have some interesting names of their wines? Oh my God. Oh my God. I know you've said it to me before, but I can't, I don't okay. think I can actually say, say the names. Okay. So you know me and my Riesling. <laughs> Loving it. And uh, it's very challenging for me sometimes. However, I do tend to appreciate the botrytized wines. Mm-hmm. Frog's Leap had, and unfortunately they don't make it anymore, but they had a botrytized Riesling called Frog and Beer and Auschleys. Which just you means... You said that very well. Thank I'm you. I'm super impressed. Thank you. Have you been practicing? I have. <laughs> Only a I feel like you have been. <laughs> Only a little bit. <laughs> But they have taken this theme and run with it. They're, again, their website's great. Like the story they tell, like they have things crossed out and they obviously emphasize certain things and, you know, hyperbolized some of it. They're just incredible. Uh, they also have certain celebrations like leap year celebrations. And I'm trying to think, wow, there's like a jubilee that they have and I can't remember what it was called. But it's. Very cute, and they have this This is a cool theme that they carry very well throughout every aspect of their business, I think. Also, what I like about their website and everything is, you know, sometimes these Napa wineries that have been for along for a while can be a little, like, uppity. Sure, I know exactly what you mean. They don't have that sense to them, so much so that you can bring your dog to a tasting. Oh, which really? Which is pretty cool, yeah, as long as they're kept on a leash. And you can bring your kids. I mean, I've seen a lot of kids at wineries. So it's a family-friendly friend, family <laughs> winery and for your furry friends. And for your furry friends. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. And you can become a frog fellow, which is a wine club member. Oh, okay. Uh, if, you, if you so choose. Hmm. Nice. The wine that they made, the first barrel that Larry Turley and... Uh, John Williams made. Yeah. Is with borrowed grapes from Stag's Leap. Oh, from Stag's Leap? Yes. So that's the other reason Frog's Leap came to be. And they didn't grow their own grapes for a while. So they had borrowed grapes. I think they kind of tested things out, you know, kind of to find like the right, mm-hmm. the right mix, the right clone, the right taste, yeah. the right everything. So that I didn't know that that connection was there too so that's really awesome also besides being organic they're 100 percent solar powered what that's amazing this is amazing i'm impressed i know me too I'm very impressed. green so like I'm a frog a- you mean <laughs> green like a frog like kermit okay so <laughs> so tfwyhf that's on the label is the times fun when you're having flies Motto, oh, is that say. right? Yeah, it should be on the label somewhere. I don't see that anywhere on the label. Really? Are they lying to us? <gasps> uh oh. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wait. But they have the red barn on the cork. Oh. And if you look at it, it says ribbit. That's hilarious. Like oh, on that's the doors. So cute. It's really cute. That is so cute. I love their website too because it looks like a like a children's storybook. Yes, like the the toad. It was it's the one yeah. with the toad. That's what it yeah. reminds me of. I'm just or like to see. or like a Peter Rabbit, but with a frog. Yes, yes. I yeah, like it's it. kind of got that theme going. Very nice. So. All right, shall we make a leap into our topic for today? 
of Leap Day. And we're releasing this. This is going to be released the day before Leap Day. Which would actually normally be the last day of February. Yeah. But it's not because this year is a leap year. That's true, Sarah. I'm sure all of you didn't. Hopefully, everybody knew that already. (laughs) They're not just like, wait, shit, there's an extra day in February? Which, when you think about it, maybe I'll make your lives feel a lot better, okay? If you're a renter like I am, I technically get an extra day free. In this month, even though it's a shorter month than every other month anyway. But I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about the fact that normally I pay for 28 days in February. Or if this you're leasing year, a car, it's the same thing. I get 29. It's yeah. t- oh, true. True, true. So there. That's mm-hmm. that's it. Okay, cool. What else should we know? You know, I think it would suck to be bored on leap year. I don't know about that. You have to go, like, what, four years before you have an actual birthday? Well, I guess, I well, this kind of go, it, it's different. It depends when you, when you plan to celebrate your birthday. Like, when you choose to celebrate it, if you're born on leap day. There are a lot of people born on leap day, by the way. But you can choose to celebrate it at the day after the 28th, which would be March 1st. But, like... Which actually, legally, certain countries mandate that your birthday is March 1st when there's not a leap year. I mean, you would have to, because what else are you going to do? Are you just not born? Or like you just... No, but some people I'm sure would celebrate it like on February 28th. I guess maybe you don't age. You could just end up being like 10 for 40 years. (laughs) I would be a... No, because then you'd already be 40. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) It's like it's like dog years, kind of. It's oh, like that's sad ears. though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think I don't want to. I think that. it would suck. Also, I wonder what their horoscope is like. Oh shit! You know what? Oh man, we should have Christina do the numerology for someone born on the 29th. Born on the. You know, 29th. Ja Rule is born on February 29th. Mm. I'm bringing it back to the J Lo situation. I was say because I'm real. That's right. Uh, so. It's the only song that I know that Ja Rule does. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, okay, wait. So so leap years have not always, always been around. But they kind of were like, they began as a necessity. Because the Earth takes approximately, um, okay, this is like for serious and I'm only going to get to six decimal points. But okay, the Earth takes 365.242189 days. Which equates to 365 days, 5 hours, 48 minutes, and 45 seconds to circle once around the sun. So without the extra day on February 29th, or whatever it would be, mind you, uh, nearly every four years, we would lose almost six hours every year. And after 100 years, our calendar would be off by about 24 days. So that's kind of what's necessitating us having this because could you imagine over a number of centuries like a millennia where basically the northern hemisphere is a southern hemisphere (laughs) like if you think about it yeah that would mess with things that would really mess with things and so when could you keep your winter spring summer and fall so non-leap years are called tropical years which i didn't really know that i didn't know that either nifty and they do say that the leap year had its beginnings actually in Roman times with Julius Caesar 
and Caesar Augustus. Oh, okay. And these two bros battled it out because Julius, July, uh-huh. Augustus, August, they kind of battled over which month would have an extra day and where like an extra one would have to fall. So uh-huh. somebody took a couple days from another month to add them to their month because they wanted to have the longest month because they were the most important. And then the other one decided, nope, just kidding, we're going to take them back and we're going to spread them out a little bit more. So that's just like bros being bros, and I feel like testosterone. <laughs> I feel like that's what's really a play. Testosterone. Here. Yeah. Nothing Nothing particularly scientific from their part. Are you looking at Ja Rule? Uh, <laughs> no, Ja Rule's the most famous leap year person. I was trying to figure out. Is he though? It's what this says. Besides, oh, also Mark Foster, the lead singer of Foster the People. Okay, but what about Tony Robbins? Oh, he's famous, too. Yeah, he's famous, too. <laughs> uh, no, I was trying to figure out what sign they are. Mmm. Pisces. Oh. They do fall into the Pisces. Um, so that's even if, Regardless you know, of... What day? Leap year, tropical year. Yeah. Okay. Because I guess some countries say it has you have to celebrate on March 1st if you fall in non-leap year. In New Zealand, your legal age takes effect on February 28th. In New Zealand? Really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's interesting. Because yeah. in the UK and Hong Kong, it's March 1st. Yeah. Because they don't want you to do things a day before you're supposed to. I mean, who cares? I agree. Only 5 million people in the world have a leap day birthday. Which sounds like that a sounds lot. sounds like a lot. But there's 7.5 billion people in the world. I would ask the percentage, but... <laughs> I don't think you have that readily available. In the U.S., it's under 200,000. People? Yeah. That's not a lot. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so leap year is like technically every four years, but can we talk about it for a minute? Oh, my God. I don't know if I can talk about this (laughs) because this is so confusing. Okay. I, yes. Absolutely. So Julius Caesar actually did say every four years. But then it was determined by Pope Gregory the Thirteenth. I'm going to say lucky number thirteen, the smart one, who introduced the Gregorian calendar, and that actually is where this switch was made. So let's talk a little bit about leap year math for a minute. Oh God! <clears throat> Here we go, guys. Here we go. It's a roller coaster. It's so insane. Okay, so leap year is every four years, right? Everyone knows that, like. If a year is divisible by four, it's a leap year. Except when it is both divisible by 100 and not divisible by 400. What? (laughs) See, this is where I'm like, what? Okay, let me break this down. This pertains to centuries. So if a century is divisible by 100 and 400, then it is a leap year, like 2000 or 1600. But 1,700, 1,800, and 1,900 are only divisible by 100, not by 400. And so those are not leap years. So it skips that year. So then it's eight years before the next leap year. (laughs) (laughs) The silence is just... It's deafening. Yeah, it's just me trying to wrap my brain around this right now. Oh, God. Okay. So once in a while. In a while. A long time. 
we almost skip a leap year and it's every eight years. Uh, think about it this way. Basically, every hundred years, you skip a leap year, except for some very special ones. Does that make it a little easier? Okay. Every, every turn of the century is not a leap year except the special occasions. We won't see one in our so, lifetime. We already saw one. We did in 2000. In 2000. But we will not see another century. Well, we're not going to live that long anyway. Maybe we will. I mean, you never know. They could create something. We could become bionic and live forever. I pray not. But I don't really don't think I want that. Nope. I'm good. I'm, I'm willing to check out when my time is there. <laughs> um, okay. But so, so yeah, so... This was added because if it were every four years without this weird math situation, then it would be too many days to correct the timing. Uh, I don't know. It has something to do with the stupid orbit. I feel like there's too much math. There's so much science. Yeah. We got to move on. Okay. Science is not my forte. Not this kind. No. So is there anything interesting that happens on leap year? Any traditions? Any, like, weird stuff? Yeah. So I feel like, is it good luck or bad luck? It depends who you ask. Okay. I do think that most people believe that leap day is bad luck. Leap years, even, are bad luck. Okay. But there's this, I mean, I told you before, there's a movie called Leap Year. Yeah, I didn't know that. And then I looked it up. It had one star. <laughs> I mean, it has Amy Adams, who's cute and great and funny and adorable. But there's also, like, I imagine her in Enchanted. She was so cute. But then there's also, I think, Matthew Goody, who is very attractive, and he's in The Crown. So have you seen this movie? I have not. <laughs> That's why I'm, I'm surprised I haven't seen it, actually. But So this needs to be added to our list. It needs to be added. We okay. have so many fucking movies to watch. I had no idea this was a movie. So what is the movie about? Do you know? I believe, and because I haven't seen it, I don't recall everything, but I believe that it is based upon the tradition that started in Britain, I believe, also, that a woman on leap day can actually propose to a man. What? Yeah, it's sort of like, did you ever have in school, like, Sadie Hawkins dances or turnabout dances? I, I, I was locked up in a private all-girls school. No. You didn't go to any school dances? I mean, I did, but... We had prom. Oh, okay. And I mean, like, we had that too, but... Christmas dance. We had that too. But turnabout dance was always... Actually, this is so weird. I'm pretty sure it was always the middle of February, middle to end. Huh. That's funny. There you go. I'm My whole world is being blown open white yep. right now. But so this started in the 1700s where women started to propose to guys on leap day. Only leap day. But then, here's the crazy part, is that if the man doesn't accept, he has to do things. So apparently in Denmark, if a man rejects the proposal, he has to buy her 12 pairs of gloves. Does that sound So she can cover her hands with no ring? Yes, but I'm also like, that is actually the rationale behind it. So if the girl proposes, does she buy herself a ring? I was just going to ask, how does that work? I don't get it. I really don't. Or is he like, when he says yes, is he bound to buy her a ring? I guess. I don't, in present society, you'd have a serious conversation about it beforehand, so it wouldn't be a surprise. It'd just be like, a, hey, can I do this? Because I think it's really cool. True. But proposals are still very surprising. 
I know we both were surprised by our proposals. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm going to tell you right now, I would not be proposing. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Nope. Not doing that. Nope. I, you know, there's just some things I understand, like, women have taken a new role this in this day and age, but yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> nope. I personally don't think that I would either. You can bash me all you want to, but like, I appreciate yeah, the tradition same. of it. <clears throat> exactly. I do too. So the Greeks believe that it's unlucky to get married during a leap year, not just on leap day. So they say ignore those years altogether. Oh my God, that is like really difficult for planning purposes. Is it or is it better? Because if you get engaged the year prior, you have two years. I mean, unless you're like 40 and you just want to get married. Sorry to anyone who's 40 and trying to get married. <laughs> oh but my like, goodness. I felt like I was younger than 40 and like I just really just wanted to get married. You didn't feel like you were younger than 40. You were younger than 40 when I you was. Got married. That's true. But I'm saying like I just wanted to get married. I wouldn't have wanted to wait two years. Did you get married in a leap year? I don't know. I'm not sure. I might have. Did you, which, did you get married in 2016? I did. That's a leap year. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. so it comes out, guys. Oh, so much makes Damn. sense. No, I'm kidding. Stuff I didn't even know about. Oh, that's really funny. Okay. It is funny. Okay. You guys, my whole world has just been like shook. <laughs> I think you're okay. Yeah. You're going to make it through. But can I tell you something about the Italians? Oh, <laughs> we're just going from culture to culture. Yeah, tell me about the Italians, please. The Danish, the Greeks, the Italians. Okay, the Brits. So the Italians, though, I just think this cracks me up. So the Italians have a saying that equates to, that they say equates to leap year, gloomy year. So they avoid planning any major festivities the entire year. However... This saying doesn't actually translate to that. Like, if you were to translate their saying, which I'm going to mess this up, but that's okay. Anno bisesto tutte la donne senza sesto. I think you did very well. Thank you. Apparently, that it actually translates. Now, I have not plugged this in anywhere, but it translates to, in a leap year, women are erratic. <laughs> oh, my God. Please insert eye roll. I wish everyone could see me right now. Like, that's just an excuse for men to, like, make an excuse for women. It's so funny. Like, women are, it's a leap year, so you must be erratic. I know. It's It's like being like, are you angry because you're on your period? Yeah. Well, this year's a leap. I was just going to say, this year's a leap year. So women, we are erratic. Okay. so. Own it. (laughs) Let's say it. Just own it. I I guess. guess We have You can't get married and you're erratic. And we have excuses to act erratically. Right. There we go. So those are, those are like my fun facts about leap year. I just think they're really wild and crazy. I, I don't even know what to do with all of this stuff. <laughs> now, I, you guys, I just realized I was married on a leap year. It's Apparently. okay. Okay, and if people weren't going to get married on a leap year, what would that do to the industry? To the economy? Shit, I don't know. You know? So I basically, we supported the economy, so I'm But okay I feel like... It. Leap year, leap day, this is, like, very similar to all, like, the superstitious stuff about 13. Like, majority of the population, I think, believes 13 is a terrible number. My dad was born on the 13th. I was born on the 13th. Yes, and you were. 13 is my lucky number. It is the yeah. lucky number in our whole family. There you go. So we will, n- and actually, I know that this is just weird, but, like, there's a book that I read 
in school called, uh, I think it was called the Sideways School, or Wayside School. Yeah, okay. I think it was Wayside School. And there was a chapter about the 13th floor and all the crazy things that happened on the 13th floor. And if you ever go into an elevator and there's no of a hotel yeah. and there's no 13, guess what? There's still a fucking 13. It's called floor 14. And I'm sorry, but like I think that that's really ridiculous. I do work on the 14th floor of my um, office building. There you go. So. Yeah, I've been to several hotels where you get in the elevator and you're like, oh, no 13. Do they think, like, do they think we're dumb? No, I, I don't know why they actually anyway. do it that way. It's, yeah. It's like, do, you, do they really think it's superstitious? I'm not sure. You know, one thing that I will say about uh, Leap Day is that apparently it can function a little weird <clears throat> in, like, computers and stuff like that. I imagine that present day oh, things yeah. have been remedied quite a bit. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But I do think that it has, in the past, it's kind of made things all, like, crazy because it can't really the computer systems can't really account for that extra day and they don't really like know what to do with that extra day i feel like it's similar to the y2k situation yes which was fine which was totally fine it's true <laughs> so let's, let's talk about not. how my mom thought it wasn't going to be fine and bought we bought a lifetime supply of spam and also <laughs> lots of water Filled up in the bathtub is because we were not going to survive the turn of the century. Because the computers were going to shut down and the whole world was going to stop. There is there is a part of me that wishes I could have been a part of that, quote unquote, ringing in the new year. Yeah. The supply of Spam. We had Spam for like 10 years after that, I I don't think I've ever eaten Spam. Why would she buy, I mean like out of all the things that you're going to buy canned, she thought Spam. It's not perishable was going to be... It's not perishable. Yeah. I assume you get your protein. You get fat. The Hawaiians were onto something, man. I don't know. So, anyway. What you think about this wine, girl? Oh, wait. I need. I do need a little... You need a little bit more, too. Wow, we went through this. Well, it is good. Pretty, pretty quickly. It is tasty. Oh, sorry. Just dripping everywhere. I like it like it a lot. Um, One thing that I find is interesting is that this actually has some brighter red fruit flavors than I expected. Yep. Typically, Merlot's going to have more of like the dark, the dark fruit flavors, like blueberry and plum and things like that. And we're going to get some of like the silky chocolatiness. I don't get the chocolatiness. I don't either. You said that it's 9% Cabernet Sauvignon. And so that I'm sure is added. So Merlot tends to have a higher ABV, but this is actually... Pretty low for that, yeah. I think. I would have expected this to be a little bit higher. Cabernet kind of cuts the alcohol, but it also adds some extra tannin. And Cabernet typically has those red fruit flavors. And so this is, it's throwing me a little bit. Well, it's lighter than a cab, though. True. It's much lighter. True. And there is a little bit of tannin, but it's still, like I said, it's still kind of fleeting. It's not lingering like a cab would. Yeah, it doesn't have like this crazy long finish. No. Um, even like a Syrah, right? Because Syrah is going to be deeper, inkier, yeah. and all that. And it really just kind of like hangs around for a bit. This doesn't do that. No, but I do think that on the nose, I feel like you get a little floral stuff, which is kind of weird because mm-hmm. that's not typical of Merlot. You do get a little floral. You pick up a little bit of the darker fruit, maybe like a blackberry on the nose. And a little chocolate, 
but just on the nose. It's not on the taste, I don't think. No, it's not. I'm just getting like a very, very dark cherry. Mm. If you drink this through the center of your tongue, chocolate-covered dark cherry. I'm going to say this and you're going to hate me for it. Oh my God, what? I think it's kind of raspberry-ish too. I won't hate you for that. I mean, I there are times when I believe that I taste raspberry in a wine. Mm-hmm. It's what I assume. I mean, granted, I am a grown-up. I have tasted raspberries before, okay? It's not like I am that crazy. I have a legitimate reason for why I don't like them because I've tasted the flavor. This one, it's getting me a little bit. I don't really, It's. I feel like it's not like a typical Merlot. No, I, I don't think so either. But it is typical in the sense that it's lighter. It's not as long-lasting. You know, it's not as heavy. Like, that is typical for Merlot. As far as the taste is concerned, I think it does have a little bit more depth than we would expect. Yeah, it definitely picks up a little hint of extra tannin and structure to it uh, with that cab addition. I mean, we are... Halfway in. We're halfway into that bottle, and All it's right. been about a half an hour. Leaping so. into the bottle. We've leapt into it. We've leapt in the glass. We've leapt all over the calendar. We, we've gone all over the place. But now it's time to leave you to celebrate, to choose how you're going to celebrate your leap day tomorrow. Drink wine. It's a good way <laughs> to celebrate. I mean. All right. Well, all right, ladies and I hope you guys learned some things about the leaplings. Yeah. Or Leapers is the babies born on February 29th. And Leapfrog, which is not the kids game that you might be thinking what? of. <laughs> it is, but it's also... It's also the Leapfrog for Leap. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Leap day. Mm-hmm. All right, cheers, guys. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform to help spread the DBP word. Check out our website and blog at dbpcheers.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at DBP Cheers or on the Drunk Bitches Podcast Facebook page. We'd love to hear from you. So send your questions, comments, and fun wine or topic ideas to dbpcheers at gmail.com. Until next time. Cheers Cheers from from the the girls of DBP. DBP.